0: The and is there and down the ice
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of What the Chow: Your Friendly Neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your
0: hostesses. I'm Natalia. And I'm Haley, and we have a pretty packed episode this week, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it, starting with our news from some other hockey leagues other than the NHL. The Wisconsin Badgers took the Women's Frozen Four National Championship against Ohio State. They won one to nothing. Badgers are seven-time national champions, so congrats to them. Wow. Um, Kirsten Sims scored the only goal of the game in the first period, so it wasn't the most exciting final, but congrats to the Badgers nonetheless. And the NCAA men's Frozen Four matchups have been announced.
1: Regionals begin March 23rd and run through the 26th. And the Frozen Four games will begin on April 6th in Tampa with the national championship taking place on April 8th um denver is the reigning champion so we're going to be keeping an eye on them and seeing how that goes
0: yeah i think it's going to be pretty exciting this year this is really my first year ever watching college hockey so i'm actually super super excited for it
1: me too we'll definitely keep you guys
0: updated on what happens yeah and the minnesota whitecaps and the toronto six will be the two teams playing in the phf isabel cup finals on march 26th in tempe arizona The games will be shown on ESPN Plus, so we're definitely going to try to tune in, and you guys should too. Love to see it. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, moving on to a bit of NHL
1: news, the Rangers were absolutely on fire this week. (laughs) Um, On Sunday's game against Nashville, they scored six goals in the first 14 minutes of the game, Um, scoring one more before the game was over to shut out the Predators 7-0, Um, They also became the sixth team in NHL history to record consecutive shutouts with a margin of six-plus
0: goals. Wow. 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 Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's crazy. Um, The Florida Panthers also scored seven goals in the first period of their game against Montreal, and they ended up winning 9-5. to Jeez. (laughs) There's been lots of high-scoring
1: games this week um don't really know why but we love goals so we love to see it
0: (laughs) i think that should be our merch like it just says we love goals honestly on brand (laughs) (laughs) because we say that a lot
1: on the front it'll say we love goals and on the back we'll say we love to see it
0: oh yes incredible
1: (laughs) doesn't really go together but i kind of love it it's us
0: (laughs) it's us um in, continuing with some nhl news nikita kucherov has joined Connor mcdavid and leon Draisaitl by reaching the hundred point mark this season and this is the third time in his career that he's done so also the ducks got
1: a team dog um Ooh. her name is daisy and she's the most adorable little thing i've ever seen she's a golden retriever puppy and I just had to put this into the news because we love her already, and she deserves a little shout out. (laughs)
0: She's so cute, and I love that they named her Daisy. Like Daisy Duck. Like Daisy Duck. How on brand.
1: Oh, she's so cute. We love her.
0: Oh. And to literally no one's surprise, Alex Ovechkin reached another milestone in his career. Shocker. And passed Wayne Gretzky for the most 40-goal seasons in NHL history. This is his 13th 40-goal season. So Swifty coded. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Ovechkin's Secret Swifty. You heard it here first. <laughs> Honestly, I could see it.
1: He's going to like show up at Eras tour.
0: <laughs> oh, can you imagine Nastya's Eras tour? Update? Oh my gosh,
1: she would kill it. Oh, she would Holy kill <laughs> it.
0: Holy cow. Oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> okay, so that's about it for our news. We have quite a handful of random topics to talk about so we're just gonna jump into some ranting and raving and rambling here you say so that like it's up, a new besties. thing <laughs> it's
1: definitely, definitely not a new thing
0: but uh we're i feel like we're kind of extra all over the place today yes um, yeah so buckle up we're gonna start with something serious and then we'll get into some more light-hearted ranting and rambling
1: so starting out with the san jose sharks pride night um they went all out um which we absolutely love starting off with just them instead of tweeting like normal game coverage during play they tweeted facts and statistics about the lgbtq plus community which was super cool we love to see
0: that super important um yeah and instead of sorry i totally (laughs) no no go ahead go ahead um They also they hosted a scrimmage between the Sharks front office staff and the San Francisco Earthquakes, which is an LGBTQ hockey team. So that was a lot of fun. What a, a little... sick
1: name for a team!
0: I know the Earthquakes. I love, love that. that, especially when you live in California. I feel like it's very on. Yeah, it
1: is. I love that so <laughs> much. um They also had pride theme lighting. Music videos were featured all night. Um, they even had like special pride concessions including rainbow popcorn and literal like rainbow rolls which were sushi made with colored rice like they oh, the
0: rainbow roll looks so so cool
1: they pulled out all the stops
0: yeah and then of course they did the usual warm-up things pride logos on the boards pride tape and some super super sick pride jerseys um, the jerseys had a shark in the trans pride colors And then um, it had hockey sticks that had the Progress Pride flag on it. And it had a Love Wins patch on the shoulder with uh, rainbow waves in the background. And they were designed in collaboration with Hoagie Chow, who is a San Jose local queer artist. I would kill for one of those jerseys. I think
1: these are the best Pride jerseys that we've seen all season. Like, they were incredible. So, so gorgeous i'm not a sharks fan but i would high key buy one they're oh beautiful beautiful beautiful
0: beautiful beautiful, i mean beautiful jerseys (laughs) (laughs) struggling they just did like they committed like they really like we were we talked about the ducks and the ducks did a phenomenal job but i just feel like san jose went a step above They just went, like, above and beyond the call of duty for Bright Night this year.
1: It was so, so awesome to see that they were putting in all this effort for something like this, because I think it's so important. However,
0: big however,
1: (laughs) we've arrived at the point of the conversation that both of us weren't stoked to have. Um, As phenomenal of a job as they did, it was all overshadowed by the Sharks' social media tweeting out a statement by their goalie, James Reimer, Um, who stated that he would not be wearing the Pride warm-up jerseys. Um, Here we go again. Like, I know we've touched on this topic before, and as much as we don't want to keep harping on it, the league keeps giving us a reason to, and it's like, I feel like something just needs to be said because, once again, an incredible effort from a team to spread the message that hockey really is for everyone and, like, stand by it, um, was defeated by a man who couldn't wear a freaking jersey for 15 minutes yeah like are we kidding this is ridiculous
0: like why i i don't understand like why we keep have why we keep having to have this conversation yeah it's just i don't know i did some research about james reimer he grew up mennonite and i don't know if he's still a practicing mennonite or if he's just some other version of christian uh but Mennonites do not believe in war or oh, serving geez. in the military. Um, but he did not refuse to wear the military appreciation jersey.
1: It's funny how like religion comes into play when you need it to and not when you don't.
0: Um like I said, I don't know if he's a practicing Mennonite still, but nonetheless, your religion is not an excuse to be homophobic. Like you cannot say and I I'm quoting James here, the lgbtqia plus community like all others should be welcomed in all aspects of the game of hockey and then turn around and refuse to make them feel welcomed by n- not wearing a uniform for 15 minutes like like literally if that is the end-all be-all for you a, a super sick jersey that has some rainbow flags on it like if that's If that's it for you, like, that's – I'm not doing that, then why are you in this league? Like, that's part of your contract is to wear the uniform provided. You're not going to go out there in your – just your undershirt and your pads because (laughs) you don't like the jersey. That's not how this works. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be an option, and if, fine, you don't want to wear the jersey, you're benched. Yeah, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that.
1: Like, I don't know why it's so hard for certain players to just put on the uniform that they're given – Especially because they're not necessarily saying like, oh, I support this cause. They're literally just saying that like everyone is welcome there and my jersey is showing it for 15 minutes. That's it. Like, yeah, you're not saying I'm gay. You're not saying I'm in the LGBTQ plus community. You're not saying that you even adopt the values that that community adopts. You're just putting on a jersey like it's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, I think. That's perfect, all you're doing is showing that everyone is welcome and that they're loved in this space exactly you're you're not saying I support every single thing about this community. you're saying I see you as humans and exactly you're loved and you're welcomed here,
1: which is funny because that's exactly what he said. All others should be welcomed in all aspects of the game of hockey, so stand by it. It's not that hard, yeah. It's just frustrating because it it overshadows everything that the sharks did because when you go and Google it, like, that's all you see is this stuff about James Reimer. Like, could you not yeah. have just, like, held it in for 15 minutes?
0: Yeah. And then if you look at their Twitter and you look at all these great statistics that they posted. Yeah they're you know barely interacted with and then you look at james's statement was posted it's like four thousand replies twelve you know however many just all this interaction because that's all that gets the attention and it just completely takes away the focus of what pride night was and turns it all on this one person it's very selfish
1: it's the same thing that happened with Provorov, yeah a couple months ago it's just ridiculous like i don't think anybody's looking at a specific player and going whoa he wore that jersey he must like adopt the same values as the lgbtq plus community like no that's not what that's saying he's just putting on a jersey because that's the one that was given to him so like i get making a stand i get standing up for what you believe in but like now is not the time like especially it's just it's just not the time sorry yeah um I will say that a lot of, like, very important statements have come out since, and I think that's great because it seems like people in the league are getting to the point where they're finally kind of having enough and deciding to no longer stay silent about it. Um, Brian Burke, who's the current president of Hockey Ops for the Penguins, spoke out against Reimer's actions, and we're going to share what he said on our stories because it's lengthy, but it's honestly super important, and um, I think you guys need to see it. Um
0: Yeah. And um, Luke Prokop, who is the first player under an NHL contract to publicly come out as gay, had a really great perspective on the entire situation. And we thought his statement really echoed our thoughts on it really well. So we're going to share a quote from it, and then we'll post his entire statement on our stories as well. Because it was very well written, and especially, I I think it's important to really highlight lgbtq plus voices in a situation like this um but here's a quote from his statement everyone is entitled to their own set of beliefs but i think it's important to recognize the difference between endorsing a community and respecting individuals within it pride nights are an essential step toward fostering greater acceptance and understanding in hockey and i strongly believe that by prioritizing diversity and inclusion We can create an environment where every player feels comfortable bringing their authentic selves to the game. Everybody say thank you, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, pop off, King.
1: Literally could not have said that better myself, but I think that like last line is especially so important because players really should feel like they can share all parts of who they are with their teammates without fear. Like that's not a whole lot to ask for. And to me, it's honestly so heartbreaking to think that there's players out there who feel like they can't come out because... They aren't welcomed or supported by their teammates, and I feel like that's something that really needs to change, and these Pride Nights are a huge step in the right direction. It's saying, I see you, you're welcome here, whether you're a player or you're a fan, because, you know, you mentioned the fact that there's a huge community of hockey fans who also don't feel welcome at the game, or to be uh, being a fan of hockey in general, because their favorite team can embrace, like, the significant of a, significance of a Pride Night, um, And these nights are a way to show respect and inclusion to all the different fans and the different players of the game. It's as simple as that. Um, And like I said before, like, a player wearing a Pride Night jersey is not the player endorsing any set of values. It's welcoming and uplifting and being inclusive of everybody involved, Um, those who are playing, those who are watching. Um, And once again, it's saying that hockey is for everyone and standing by that, it's, it's just as simple as that. Um, Because hockey is for everyone, regardless of who they are and who they love and what they look like and what their gender is. Um, I'll step off my pedestal now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You brought up something that I didn't even think about, like the fact that there might be closeted players in the NHL or the AHL or any of those, any of the minor leagues that are too scared to come out because of something like this and because of the way that the fans might react and like oh my gosh like that just broke my heart thinking about it yeah and that's something that needs to change because we love these players and we embrace all of them we love seeing them we love watching Mm -hmm. them we love their personalities and interviews and so we as fans of this league and fans of hockey should all be willing to embrace those players no matter who they are what they believe what they feel and 100 percent. like it's just mutual respect like james reimer wants us to respect his religion and that's fine i don't care what you believe but you also have to respect other people exactly for not believing the same way that you do it goes so, it goes both ways yeah it's a two-way street yeah like
1: ugh, I, I feel just, like we could go on about this for yeah hours and there's really no sense in it um like obviously we've said what we need to say um you can see the importance in terms of hockey in general in terms of us um on this podcast like i think we've said what needs to be said (laughs) like that's about as much as we can do you know and we just have to hope that um things will be better in the future
0: yeah uh let's not have to have this conversation again That'd be Next great. Next season, I That'd don't know great. if Pride Nights are done or not, but um, let's be done with this conversation, please. Yeah, at everyone in the NHL.
1: That'd be great. <laughs> Manifesting that.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. We're speaking gonna
1: of theme nights. <laughs>
0: transition into some more fun, silly, lighthearted hearted things. Um, so jerseys that players wear during warm-ups continuing on that theme with St. Patty's Day jerseys because we just really want to know what is the NHL's obsession with St. Patrick's Day? Like it's not even a cool holiday. Like
1: I don't know. Like obviously St. Patrick's Day passed last week. We all saw all of the St. Patrick's Day jerseys that everybody wore across the league. They're cool. It's nice to see like a variation of a green jersey and see what everybody comes up with. Like, okay, I yeah. see
0: it but it's just so random. <laughs> like Yeah, it's... Okay, so to be fair, the Leafs are the only team that should be obsessed with St. Patrick's Day because in the 1920s, they were called the Toronto St. Patricks. Ooh, and love a good history always, moment. Yeah, Sorry. we're going to throw some history at you here for a second. Um, they actually are really cool throwback jerseys. Like They look really sick, and they wear them for the whole game. They don't just wear them for warm-ups. Oh, love that. Um, but the... The first season that the um, St. Pat's had that name, they were purchased in 1919. They were purchased, and they were called the Toronto Arenas or Blue Shirts, which, like, that's a lame name, the Toronto (laughs) Arenas. Yeah, that's really lame. And so the... Uh, people that purchased them rebranded them to the saint patrick's to appeal to toronto's large irish population okay see that makes sense so that makes sense and that's cool but then across the rest of the league like why is it such a thing to like do saint patrick's day shenanigans like i don't get it
1: i really don't know i like okay don't get me wrong like i love a themed night i love a themed jersey just as much if not more than the next girl um But, like, the whole obsession with St. Patrick's Day is just, like, odd. Like, I'm not mad at it. I feel like it's all in fun. Um, Lots of teams have, like, extra fun and do, like, fun social media bits with it, which I'll touch on in a sec. But, like, I'm just really curious when and why this started because it seems so, like, widely celebrated by the league. Like, I don't know if there's a single-themed jersey night that the entire league does except for this one yeah maybe the military appreciation ones Mm -mm, i'm not sure like i i don't know off the top of my head if there is a specific like theme night that every single team does except for st patrick's day (laughs) and i don't know why like i don't understand (laughs)
0: i don't know i would if you guys know like if there's some history to this that we're missing i tried oh please tell us and all i found was the thing about the leaves so if we're missing something like please (laughs) let us know because it's just it was just very funny to us
1: i just also feel like there's better ideas for like themed nights and themed jerseys yeah you know like can we not stir things up a little bit like maybe next season we could get like halloween jersey that'd be kind of cool like i don't know just throwing it out there (gasps) wait that would be so sick like do we need saint like nobody cares about saint patrick's day (laughs) no do they like am am i missing something
0: i mean it's just a drinking holiday like people just like to go out and drink beer and party interesting okay like um the ducks didn't only have jerseys
1: oh god
0: <laughs> do you want to tell everyone what the ducks did on their social we're big media?
1: fans of the duck social media admin we, love we adore we adore him <laughs> um anyways they posted this like lineup that day and they irished everyone's names. so there was like oh zegris and oh terry and oh
0: mctavish
1: Actually, but I think they might have left McTavish. McTavish because he's Irish enough he on his Irish. own. And
0: then, like, oh, Tois.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, they were, it was, it they was were so silly. silly.
0: <laughs> I mean, it honestly made me laugh. But I was like, this is just so extra. Like, why does the NHL love St. Patrick's Day so much?
1: I don't know. Apparently, like, hockey is for everyone, but it's also for leprechauns, too. Like, that's... Hockey is for everyone is inclusive of leprechauns
0: leprechauns pop off love it for the leprechauns yeah the luck of the yeah. irish i guess <laughs> yeah I, who knows i shared a a um story on meme monday on our account and it was ovi in the green jersey and it said don't say it don't say it oh vetchkin, <laughs> oh no oh no
1: <laughs> Everybody go follow us on Instagram because Haley's Meme Mondays are iconic and fantastic and they crack me up every single week. And everybody needs to, a little bit of like serotonin on a Monday.
0: Yeah. If you don't watch Meme Monday, like what are you doing? I post at least five memes every single Monday on our Instagram story and they're hockey memes. And so they're all
1: who? It's a lot of fun. Please <laughs> never let me say they're all a hoot on this podcast ever again. That was so cringy.
0: Bringing the wholesome grandma
1: content. Oh God, no more wholesome grandma content, please. Um, on the same wavelength of jerseys, we got an I announcement. Our, our whole
0: theme is jerseys. This, week. I guess I didn't so. Realize it.
1: Um, we got some news about jerseys that nobody's stoked about. But.
0: Um. The NHL signed a 10 10 year contract Jeez. with with wait for it drum roll fanatics. <laughs> like the NHL signed a 10-year contract with Fanatics for on ice uniforms. They're oh, ending what their a partnership joke. with Adidas, and Fanatics will begin providing jerseys and uniforms in the 24-25 season.
1: Um yeah, this is sucky. <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't really know what else to add. Um I did read that apparently Nike didn't even put in a bid for the NHL's jersey rights because they didn't think the profit margin would be big enough. And what? um yeah, they quote are distancing their brand from hockey. Yikes.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Um like I honestly prefer Reebok or Adidas to Nike anyways, but it certainly says something about the growth of the game that a big company like Nike didn't even make a bid.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. What
0: is ha- what is the NHL falling apart and we didn't even realize it? Like, I mean. What is going on?
1: We are collaborating with Big City Greens as a um, way to grow the game. <laughs> um,
0: mm,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some questionable decisions lately from our man Gary Bettman.
0: It might be time for Gary Bettman to go. Yeah. Um. That's my hot take. Um, I don't think it's so. I don't think either. it's so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's uh so um, I think the saddest news about this is that it reportedly brings an end to the reverse retro era oh per Greg Greg, I hope I say your name right. Greg Weishinsky of ESPN, which is very sad because I love reverse retro, so I'm really glad I bought one this year.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's it's such a bummer in general because I feel like they've been killing it with the jersey game lately. Um, like, they're- obviously the reverse retros are fire, but, like, the authentic jersey quality is so good. Um, I just don't understand why they wouldn't extend the contract. Like, Fanatics works for fans, and that's fine, but they're definitely gonna need to up their quality if they want these guys to stay clothed. Um. Yeah. Haley, you might be seeing some more shirtless males on the Jumbotron.
0: Oh, lord have mercy. This time it's gonna be the players.
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like, you have- some dude coming in ripping off a jersey and it's all hell from there there's hell is gonna break loose it's bad yeah
0: i mean needless to say like people are not happy about this decision fanatics quality is like fine but it's not the best and it seems pretty concerning to me that a fan gear company is manufacturing actual player jerseys rather than a sports gear manufacturer like Adidas and then they're locked into this for 10 years like bro Batman Gary what are you doing <laughs> I have no
1: clue but it's not good like get your jerseys while you can y'all cuz it's all going downhill from here
0: I saw somebody in the comments on one of the posts about it they they called it the NH big L and I was like oh, God. yeah
1: yeah. Yikes. yeah yeah We'll see what happens it'll be interesting yeah.
0: Maybe fanatics will suddenly up their quality and become really incredible, but um, if you are have been eyeing a jersey, I would buy it now. <laughs> yeah. We'll
1: see. Alrighty. Diving into everyone's favorite segment, um, can I ask you a question? Um, before we start answering our questions this week, here's your friendly reminder to send questions our way. Um, we're going to be popping a question box up on our Instagram stories again to make it a little easier for you guys. But um, feel free to DM us or tweet us if you have any burning questions you'd like us to answer on the pod. Yeah, got my uh, military appreciation ducks hat today. Nice. Love, Love that. It. Good little beige hat. Um, let's let's pick a question. Okay, who is your least favorite player on your favorite team?
0: Ooh. Okay. The roasting Before, continues. Yeah. Before he got traded, it was Lars Eller um Why but now that? i have to uh because he just after like cup championship year he just didn't do anything like he's just no. like, he was just... just there I, oh gosh okay Lars. You go ahead because i have to think about who it is now okay i
1: have well i'll do one from each team so yeah, of course starting with the ducks um i'm so sorry but it's max Clomatois. and i feel <laughs> so like i feel so bad because he seems like genuinely the nicest dude and I'm honestly, I'm sure he means well, but he's just really not good. Like, Mm -hmm. he's one of those guys who just constantly has, like, quality scoring chances, um, and they're always right in front of him, and either he whiffs it, or he shoots it way into a corner, or he somehow passes it to the other team, and the other team scores. Um, I'm, like, genuinely so shocked anytime he scores, and I just which is rare, but I just <laughs> don't know why he's still
0: here. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fair. Except he provides good vibes. So, at least oh. he's not that. All right. Um, I think I figured out that it's Matt Irwin. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Once again because he just exactly, he mm-hmm. just like doesn't do anything. Like, I think he has maybe like 3 or 4 goals on the season. Oh. And he's played in quite a handful of games and i just like he, he doesn't really have much of a personality he's just like not a fan that sucks tell, tell us about your least favorite Isles player oh I because I everybody's gonna is. be
1: surprised you want to guess
0: <laughs> is it josh bailey
1: it is what a Crazy. great guess <laughs> um i feel so bad because he's been around forever like he's been around for as long as i've been an islanders fan he's a longtime islander um and he's definitely had his moments when he's like come through right when you needed him um, and he stuck through he went, and he's stuck with the islanders through dark times um, so like i love him for that but i just don't see what purpose he serves anymore um and the I, the islanders coaching staff has this like unyielding love for him and they always seem to pair him with the players that are like far faster than him which i'm sure is super frustrating for everybody involved um <laughs> And I know he's been, like, healthy scratched a couple of times this season, but it's just really not enough. Um, He doesn't produce enough for the amount that he's being paid yearly, and I just think it's time we move on from him. Not a fan. Um, He seems like a good dude, though, and everybody has nice things to say about him, but... Yeah. He's just not my favorite.
0: Sorry. I mean, that's how I feel about, like, my two least favorites, like, Lars and Matt. Like, they seem like great people. Like, Lars Eller's the cutest. He has a great personality. He's adorable. He's so nice. They it's just do just nothing not on enough. the ice. I'm yeah. just like, meh.
1: You're not there to be vibes. Yeah. Otherwise, we should be playing for our favorite teams because we provide
0: the oh, best vibes. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> okay, pull the next question.
1: <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> Alrighty. Ooh, okay, this one's fun um what is a non-player hockey job you want
0: i want to be the person that asks players silly little questions with the tiny mic (laughs) you had that one ready (laughs) i that is like my dream job my dream job is to be the person that asks them questions i feel like i i feel like being a team social media admin or part of the social media team would be so much fun what's like the first question you would ask with your little mini mic Okay, so I have this, like, concept that I've had in my head for a while where I ask either celebrities or, in this case, players, like, boring questions. The <laughs> stuff that people really want to know that's not that exciting. Like, what brand of toothpaste do you use? Or, like, what's your Starbucks order? Just, like, stuff that isn't normally asked but people would be really happy to know. Like, I you can't tell me that if i was the duck social media admin and i asked Trevor egress what's your starbucks order you can everybody tell me needs that to every know. starbucks in orange county would be sold out of that true like, i is, is toothpaste gonna know. sell out
1: too because Trevor yeah. egress
0: uses it yes absolutely <laughs> you cannot tell me that the girlies would not be all over all the girlies are just
1: like buying christ colgate like oh, <laughs> oh gosh I mean, okay, that's fun. Yeah, I want to be a social media admin. Good call. I feel like you'd be good at that. I'd love to. Down for it. Um, I feel like I'd be, I'd love to be on the team that like conceptualizes all of the like giveaway items and plans Mm. all of the theme nights. Clearly, I'm a fan of theme nights. Yeah, Um. that would be so much fun. (laughs) Also, like um, whoever decides what items and experiences they give to like season ticket holders. I don't know if that's all one job. Um, Or, like, what you'd even call that. But I feel like that'd be fun. Um, Yeah. Like, fan experience or something like that. Maybe I'm making my own job. Ducks, hire me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I also don't know who sounds the goal horn, but I saw on a TikTok the other day that it's the actual button that someone presses, and I want to be the person that presses that button. Um, I'm sure whoever does it doesn't just press the button and, like, get paid to do (laughs) just that. But... (laughs) i think I'm
0: a I, professional goal horn sounder.
1: I feel like that'd be a really cool thing.
0: <laughs> that'd be fun.
1: If you need a uh, goal horn sounder, you know where to find me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your job? I'm the goal horn girl.
1: Yeah, I love it. Okay. Um, on the same wavelength of our first one, um, who is your favorite goalie who is not on your team?
0: favorite goalie who's not on your team okay
1: oh i know who mine is okay and it's gonna be a little shocking um okay and it's andre vasilevsky and it's so random because it really has nothing to do with his play like he's great but like he's also been the reason the islanders have lost out on the opportunity to play in the cup finals twice so (laughs) it's not it's not to do with that but it's solely because he's like literally the biggest cat person in the whole world besides taylor swift Aww. Um, they like call him Big Cat as a nickname.
0: Oh, I didn't know and,
1: that. Uh, yeah, I guess it's because he's like super obsessed with them. And Lev, like Vasilevsky in Russian, means lion. I oh, think. um, he's super okay. stoked about that. Um, like has
0: That's said so it multiple cool.
1: times in interviews and stuff like that. Um, and then he Aww. also has this like gigantic fluffy cat. Um, and there's a picture that he posted on Instagram when they won the cup, like back in 2020 um and he put the fluffy cat in the cup oh and it was i gotta find that precious oh it was so cute um i think he also share
0: it on our stories yeah let's share it it on our
1: stories it's the cutest it's it's just yeah i mean i guess he's also like a crazy good goalie so you can't really complain there he's super fun to watch but it really comes down to the cat content i won't lie
0: love that yeah um, mine is Jordan Bennington. Uh,
1: I was like, <laughs> girl, kidding, off, off the podcast immediately, up. finding another... You had me shocked. <laughs> My jaw literally just His dropped. My mouth
0: flew open. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mine is Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, good pick. Let's go with that. <laughs> because he's just very wholesome, and he talks to the goalposts in English and French and thanks them for their service. <laughs> And he's also a really good goalie, and he was willing to go to war for his teammates against oh. Bennington. and, like, I'm here for it. Like, I don't, he just seems like such a, like, sweet, wholesome guy, and, like, I wanted to say John Gibson, but I'm too much of a Ducks fan now Aww. to say John Gibson, so I technically, to answer this question, I can't say Can John Gibson. Can we just Gibson, take a moment
1: to acknowledge but... the fact that, like, in 14 episodes, you've become, like, too much of a Ducks fan? <laughs> yes. How cute. That has
0: fully converted me. To Don't hang out with me too much. Fan.
1: Otherwise you'll end up becoming a ducks fan.
0: Which isn't such a bad thing. No, the ducks are great. They're they're also very wholesome. The ducks are great. The ducks are great as people.
1: Vibes. <laughs> we provide vibes. Yes. No, we're fun to watch. Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> the tank is alive and well.
0: Oh, it is very alive and well
1: Alrighty. righty um okay. speaking about ducks our third star of the week is cam fowler and his lovely wife jasmine fowler um they created an initiative called c4 kids that works to provide youth in southern california with opportunities to learn and play um, learn about and play hockey um c4 kids was launched in 2018 and since then it's also worked in partnership with the rinks hockey scholarship program to host families at ducks home games throughout the season um it also gives them the opportunity to um take the ice and meet cam which is so cool um scholarship recipients also get to participate in on ice skills clinics that are hosted by fowler and um the fowlers also host a ball hockey tournament each year um The cool thing is, is they're looking to expand this initiative into the education space, which would also be really awesome to see. Um, Love Cam Fowler. I've enjoyed watching him for literally forever. Um, He's been on the decks for as long as I've been a fan of them. So, super cool. Love that. Love that.
0: Yeah, more players doing awesome charitable things. Our number two star is Brady Kachuk of the Ottawa Senators and his fiance Emma Ferranacci uh, they've last announced name. I know that's a great last name but if if she takes his name she's still going to have a fun last name Yeah Kachuk is a fun last name too
1: <laughs> Emma's anyway, winning with the good names Okay sorry go ahead
0: please go anyway, ahead <laughs> Brady and Emma have announced that they've made a long-term commitment to work with the Boys and Girls Club in Ottawa And the pair will offer their time, energy, and philanthropic support toward improving the lives of close to 4,500 local youth who are members of the club. Um, They've also made a significant financial donation to the BGC specifically to support recreational programs that foster leadership, physical well-being, and responsibility. And as a kickoff to the partnership, more than 100 children who take part in BGC programs in Ottawa will be treated to watch Kachuk and the Senators as they take on the Colorado Avalanche at this Thursday's sold-out game at Canadian Tire Center. So that's super, super cool. Love that.
1: That's so awesome. More than 100 children going to get to go to the game
0: oh i love that that's so gonna much.
1: be wild yes. <laughs> all the chaos on the jumbotron like i can like imagine it already
0: <laughs> i wonder if they're all sitting in the same section or if they're gonna spread them out i don't know that'd be interesting if they're to all see sitting it. in the same section it's chaos be, like, insane <laughs> <laughs>
1: um Alrighty, our number one star of the week is kate madigan um she was named the assistant general manager for the new jersey devils in july 2022 um, she's actually the first female in franchise history to serve in this role. Um, she changed careers from accounting to hockey ops in 2017 and worked super hard to get the job. Um, she's also the youngest assistant general manager in NHL history. So
0: Youngest Cross. female oh, assistant
1: general manager. Right. Got it. Got to clarify. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but good for her. That's so, so awesome to see a female in A very male dominated field in such a high leadership position like that. We love to see that. I mean, and clearly she's doing something right. The devils are killing it. Oh, yeah.
1: She's, yeah. (laughs) Kate is killing the game. Love to see that. And it's perfect for Women's History Month.
0: It is, yeah. Love that. That's awesome. We would love to talk to her one day. Let's, Kate, if you're listening. kate come on the podcast we've arrived at
1: the period of the podcast when we ask
0: (laughs) okay i think that about wraps it up for this week's very random and all over the place episode uh but we had a i had a great time yeah that was fun it's a lot of fun and thank you guys so much for listening once again we say this every week please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on Leave us a rating and if you're on Apple Podcasts, please write us a review. It helps so so much, it boosts us in the algorithm and makes us very, very happy. And follow us on social media at what the Pod. Ask us questions on Instagram and Twitter. And other than that, have I a think, great week. Yeah, we hope you have a wonderful week. We love you so much, and we'll talk at you then. Bye. Bye.